Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Campus Counselors, where the world is your campus. And we are your counselors. My name is Carly Hess. My name is Marty Hess, and we are your hosts on this journey through advice. Mm-hmm. It, we're, go- it, we're going, we're spelunking into the cave <laughs> of advice, and we're going to pull out some great juicy nuggets. It's like it's like that scene in Aladdin where he goes in the, the, the sand cave. Yes. And instead of there being lots of jewelry and a magic lamp with, it, with Robin Williams inside of it, it's, advi- it's all advice. Um, we're not going to back the quality of said advice. No, certainly not. We are uncertified and unqualified. Uh, and I want to emphasize the uncertified because my mom is worried we'll get sued. <laughs> True story. If you are coming here for actual advice, we'll we'll try and uh, sprinkle some nuggets along the way. Um, as was our duty when we worked at a college university, a college slash university? College or, and or and university. And or university. Uh, as resident advisors, we were put in charge of 52 uh, freshman students and our task was... Uh, make sure they don't kill themselves. Yeah, make sure that they stay safe. And that is a big ask of someone who is less than a year older than all of them. Yes, uh, a lot of it was guesswork. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly not enough training, personally, if I if you had to ask me. Uh, but we made it. They all made it. Yep. And now here we are to, to give advice to uh, a new generation of, of, mm-hmm. of people. Because we aren't in college anymore, folks. We are out in the world, and we know you have questions, and we're going to try to give you answers. Yeah, I think we have a question already. We do. We got our first question, which we are very excited about, and it comes from my sister. And my sister asks, and I quote, Should I send my kid to college? Because after hearing those stories, I do not want to. Well, that is. The, I think there are a lot of layers to that question. If you, if you don't want to send them to college because of what, what Carly and I have discussed previously about the behavior that people exhibited i don't think that's a reason to prevent someone from going to college i do and and i really want to emphasize do not make grandiose life choices based on what is said again during this podcast not not great advice not always the best advice not always the best we're doing what we can Definitely. Um, I have, uh, you know, heard that those who have not lived on campus hear these stories and are slightly horrified. Yes. And and that's okay. What my father always said about college was that it is practice life. And so the people that you meet in college on your floor of 52 residents are the people you're going to meet out in life, too. Yeah, just get just mix it up. Just get right in there. Right. Just get right into life and <laughs> see what happens. And have one person who's only slightly older than you. So it'd be like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> yes. Or like, hey, I, you can do that, but let me leave first. I'll have to write you up. Exactly. And the RA in college is there, but in life they disappear, and we're trying to bring that full circle. Exactly. That's why we're out here doing this podcast in the first place. That's right. Is to try and be uh, your RA in, the, in this big wide world. But uh, should I send my kid to college? Um Again, I think it's going to be a personal choice based on, on everybody's uh, goals in life. Absolutely. If, if your child wants Absolutely. to be an astronaut, I think college is a prerequisite. Yep. Um, some sort of degree in engineering or science, for example. Right. Um, it's all about what your goals are. And as a, as a current um, instructor at a college or university, I will say that college isn't the be-all, end-all. It's not for everyone. It totally depends on your goals. Yeah, there are levels. There are levels. Uh, if you don't want to have them live in the dormitories because of what we've said. Which is... I, that's valid. Yeah, I that's get it. That's fair. That's fair. But it will prepare them for life. I felt like living in the dorms really prepared me well for Honestly, the world. I would say that in a lot of ways, like just interacting with other people. Yes, um, having to lo- live with other people yes. that you don't know, like utter strangers, yeah. was really valuable. And, and kind of forming that community in, in a very short amount of time. Absolutely. Like you get a year with them at best, not even like oh, nine, yeah. ten months. 
and people from all all walks of life because we went to you know as we've mentioned a large college or university where um people from all different different backgrounds and that's that's healthy i think it's healthy to to figure that out and to navigate it your concerns however are not invalid no they are they're quite valid <laughs> they are quite valid uh but i think just it, it's about your um your child's goals and what they want to do and uh we will say that that living in the dorms taught us a lot prepared us for a lot yeah, uh, yeah. i will say that there are probably other going to be other options um True. for example you can get your child a webcam and a microphone and they could become the next youtube celebrity and you don't need college interesting you can, you can just That's get true get all that ad money off of youtube.com That's true. You heard it here first, folks. Or you don't have to go to college if you're a YouTube celebrity. You, it's true. Well, you should go to college if you're a YouTube celebrity, probably, because you'll need that later on. Maybe. Maybe. But Who maybe, knows how long? Maybe, maybe, maybe YouTube's forever. We don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But hey, or maybe Bitcoin mining. Get really deep into that oh, instead boy. of going to college. Oh, boy. Because yeah. so what are you trying to get out of college? Do you, do you want a degree so you can go find a nice paying job? Or do you want a degree just so you're more knowledgeable? Yeah. Um, all all you can, great questions. You figure out the money part. You know, other ways. True. Very true. Uh, so our answer to that is no answer at all. No answer at all. We <laughs> hope, hopefully we... Honestly, this is how some of my conversations would end with my residents, too. It's like, <laughs> I, I don't really have an I, answer. Here's not, some information. Right, here's a pamphlet. Here's a pamphlet. <laughs> you, you didn't see it, but Marty fanned out like he was fanning out a like, stack Like I of had pamphlets. several pamphlets <laughs> to cover a wide range of topics. No doubt. No doubt. I, I might have had just a There were a couple of pamphlets. There were pamphlets. There were some helpful ones, too. Yeah. Um, so I guess maybe our, maybe our overall point is if you do send your kid to college and if they do live in the dormitories do not depend on their ra to help them through everything no they'll you're there their, their ra will mm-hmm. do what they can yep but that's only so much it's only so much uh speaking of which we have a perfect example of one of those stories um we're calling the segment where marty and i share stories from our time as ras we're gonna call it get ready dorm diaries the dorm diaries it's the dorm diaries and i spoke my truth last podcast and now we're gonna bring it back in with uh yeah I'm, I'm up so we're gonna we're gonna switch off every other episode uh with a new story again all the names have been changed mm-hmm. the situations were very real um, <laughs> the situations were hashtag too real they were hashtag too real mm-hmm. uh in some cases so i was dealing with an issue uh it was a room uh we mentioned this on the last show as well um and for for those of you just tuning in uh we had 52 residents on our floors uh room, too many too many uh, rooms of four, and they were co-ed, so it would be a whole room of girls and a whole room of guys, whole room of girls, whole room of guys, kind of up and down the hallway. Yep. So I had a room of girls. Um, it was kind of a three-on-one situation where three of the girls drew in like the other girl, but mm. of course, my job was to try and make sure everybody was happy right. on the floor in those in those um, those rooms. So we had various tools to do that. We had roommate agreements that we would write up at the beginning of the year. You know, we get everybody in the room like, hey, what do you what do you feel about this? What do you feel about that? You right. know, is is having boys over okay? Like, how late do you want to have people stay up? Like, right. are you going to allow guests in your room? How does that work? Like, that's sure. kind of all the stuff we would run down. And so this room in agreement went well, but as the, the weeks went on, there was definitely some tension. So the contract was not enough. The contract was not enough. There was, there was an implicit uh, social contract that may have been broken several times. Um, so I brought in, uh, you know, I, I was having these conversations with these, these, this group of three who were kind of up against the group of one and trying to figure out the best way to resolve the situation. So one day I had, um, the, the girls in my room, we were discussing kind of, Hey, what's been going on this past week? Is everything okay? Like, what can we do when I get a knock at my door and it is the fourth roommate <laughs> and I didn't know what to do in that situation. I did not want to just like invite 
her into this kind of, like we weren't nobody was ready for that none of the girls i were talking to um were ready for that the the girl outside the room who was how'd was you waiting, find out it was her there's a peephole oh my gosh yeah. i looked at the people and it's her and i'm like i turn around in horror <laughs> and i'm like oh god it's your roommate uh and so the only thing i could think of to do instead of like awkwardly shuffling them out and, and and having her come in and in retrospect we talked about our ra styles and i i was self-described as irresponsible um probably to make the best call here but i told them to go hide in the bathroom <laughs> while i had this conversation with the other roommate because again like i'm just trying to make things better for everybody i got both sides of it but i i didn't know how to fix it because i'm not i wasn't qualified to do so Hiding the roommates in the bathroom is some Mori level shit. Like some Mori type shit. You just just <laughs> shuffle them in. You were making and they, it messier, boo. And, and hey, you know what? They were down there like, yeah, we totally get it. So they so they go and hide in the bathroom. <laughs> and I bring the I bring the other roommate in and we start talking about like kind of some of the same stuff I was previously just talking to those other roommates about and trying to find again the, the balance there. Um and it was just very uncomfortable. Uh, I didn't, I don't think I ever resolved that one. She ended up moving out, actually. Oh my gosh! Was she, was she talking poorly about the other roommates? Oh, of course. Yeah, she, she felt very negatively about the other roommates. And she described them, and she didn't know they were, did she ever figure out that they were no, in the bathroom? No, Martin. So, <laughs> I don't, I don't think we're, faz- I don't know if she's gonna find this. <laughs> I think that if, if all four parties involved, like, trace this back, they might be able to figure it out that this happened, Man. but... Um, no, she ended up moving out. The, the, the agreement, the, the disagreement could not be resolved. Um, okay. was the, the final, and I took it all the way up the chain. Like we got the hall director involved to try and like, Whoa. to try and resolve this, to find a balance. So it was no joke. It was a serious like disagreement. Yes. It, it wasn't just like, oh, she leaves socks on the floor. Like okay. there were, there were some fundamentals about, um, the way that they just, they treated the room and, and yeah. wanted to, to experience their college. I see. So I see. there, there was no resolution. So did it make it perhaps, dare I suggest did it make it worse that they heard her talking about? No, them? as far as I know, because we we talked about it after I after I the the one the single um <laughs> the the one roommate left and the other three came back out of the bathroom. Yeah. Um, we talked about what they talked. Well, like they didn't hear what we talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was also not a secret at that point that there was animosity and I like see. that this one roommate didn't like the other three. So they, didn't which is hear also details. why no, they didn't hear details. Okay, but that's also why I didn't want to just bring her into that situation and have that kind of just hashed out in front of everybody. Like, hey, bitch. Like, I don't know if they would have said that. Um, you didn't want you didn't want it to come to, like, fisticuffs. Right. I didn't want it to room. escalate right. in my room. Right. They can do that shit elsewhere where I don't have to deal with it or write up anybody for doing so. For sure. It sounds like you were dealing with it, though. I mean, uh, when I hear that story, I think, you know, irresponsible or not, uh, bad choice to hide him in the bathroom or not, you were going above and beyond in I was that situation. Trying. I was yeah. trying. Thank you for yeah. the compliment. For sure, honey. Five years later. <laughs> Um, I really needed that. So, yeah, sometimes, you know, if you walk into your Ari's room, sometimes maybe three other people are hiding in the bathroom. Check the bathroom if you're talking <laughs> maybe, to your Ari. Maybe ask before you do that? Yes, for sure. Um, I That is fascinating. And I, what if the fourth roommate finds this podcast? Sorry. I, yep. I, this is, you know what, I you can't sue me now. I don't I don't work there anymore. I don't know if you could sue me anyway. What's this, we have this obsession with people suing us now. Because uh, my mom suggested it, and now we're on now high I'm alert. nervous. So, um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Um, that was an excellent dorm diary. Thank you, Martin. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Enlightening. Now we're going to move on to our hashtag post-grad problem of the week. What is the grad problem, the post-grad problem, post-graduation problem of the week? Post-graduation problem of the week, Martin Daniel, is grocery shopping. 
I, I never liked grocery shopping. Honestly, Marty and I could spend hours talking about how much we don't like grocery shopping and how difficult it is. Is it our... I can't... I've been trying to, like, figure out why I don't like grocery shopping because, mm-hmm. like, I'm I'm older now. Mm-hmm. I'm in mm-hmm. my late 20s, I mm-hmm. will say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. Like, it was something that never clicked with me. It was never like, oh, I'm old now. I guess I go to the grocery store and, like, buy food. Like... We have our staples, like Carla and I will we'll purchase our several like meals that we know how to prepare and things like that. Right. Um, we have about five. We have about five, which will get us through a week. Yeah. A business week. And we were we... very proud of ourselves when we had enough in our repertoire to make it through a business week. <laughs> that was actually, I remember that week, we counted, it's like, all right, babe, because we, we out a lot, um, but it was like, all right, babe, if we if we can make it to Friday, we'll end up getting, or a Thursday night, we'll get a nice big dinner on Friday or Saturday morning, we'll go out to breakfast It's the simple choice now in this post-grad life. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know... I, let's try to give some advice on it this is i think i think that where we're gonna really um be strong with with our postgrad problem Mm -hmm. solving yeah is finding a problem that we ourselves have not yet solved and try to work it out kind of in real time yeah just live and and so i think what you pinpointed is we don't know how much of a problem this is for other people i know that i have a huge hang-up that marty has to deal with day in and day out and that's i don't know what goes in the refrigerator this is true um this has been a five six seven years in the making of me trying to at least i I know that much yeah. about Yeah, how long was I able to hide from you that I didn't no, know what not went long. there? <laughs> not long at all. Um, we would go to Fresh Express, which w- may or may not have been the name of the uh, campus grocery store. That was an adorable nickname for the campus grocery store, Fresh Express. Fresh nice. Express. Oh. Um, you use, uh, you, you get a certain number of credits every week or every month to, to right. buy, or every, every semester to buy uh, groceries. So it, it's not like that we could prepare much in the dorms anyway, so when we started right. living off campus, and I would like... I'd cook up little steaks here and there on a, on a George Foreman grill. Fancy. Eh, it was like $2 steak. They were bad. Okay, well. They were bad steaks. Still. You um, love that George Foreman life, though. I do love the George Foreman life. Because I think the grocery shopping problem for us isn't so much that... Not, well, yeah, I don't like going to the grocery store because I don't know what to do. And it's it's a waste of time. <laughs> Marty's, Marty's a go-down-every-single-aisle type of person, which well, drives what, me nuts. What might you miss? No. You might miss a ton of stuff. No, you, go, you get in no. and you get out because it's a horrible time. Well, so when I was living in Chicago, um, this is before before Carly and I had gotten married, um, I would actually – I used Instant Cart a couple mm-hmm. times or Instacart because it's like – Especially in Chicago, so you don't have a car. It's an hour and a half process. So like, go to the grocery store, carry everything back, walk over there, take a train, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, where they would deliver the groceries to you. I would go grocery shopping online and pick out what I wanted. And then another human being would go do it for me and bring it to my this door. This sounds very bougie. It was it was more expensive than it probably needed to be. <laughs> right. um, but it got me to my groceries. Right. Anything that, that prevents me from walking to a grocery store, I will I will consider. So we have a we supporting. have a really big hang up here, guys. We do not like grocery shopping. And I don't part of the problem too is like I don't know how long it is until things go bad. Like I don't know if the sell by date I know the sell by date is like when you should have it in your home, but there's no like don't eat this date. Like where's the that don't eat this date? on all food it's it's in your nose is it in my nose i guess i guess i don't know Um, i've always heard the sell by is not necessarily like it's not it doesn't mean that's hey it's bad this day it's like hey you should sell by this and you have maybe like three more days after that but yeah, what would be more convenient is like, yo, this shit's expired. Right. Like, or, or, like, on or like photos of what it what the food looks like as it decays. Oh, no, I don't want to see that. <laughs> well, Just like, hey, I here's don't... this appetizing filet mignon and here's what it looks like five days from now. <laughs> I, would ex- I would appreciate that a grocery store representative would pass out similar pamphlets like the ones we had that said like, hey, <laughs> are, <laughs> do you have a problem? 
going to the grocery store. We've we've pinpointed we a post-grad problem. And, and here's some helpful charts of what goes in the refrigerator and what doesn't. Maybe this is like a generational millennial thing. I don't I, know. I don't know. I don't want to bring down our whole generation Ugh. with our hang-ups. I yeah, maybe that's fair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know. We, do, we won't know until we put this out into the universe whether or not other people have this problem. So we kind of flipped the paradigm uh, we did. on its head. You tell us, hey, how do we grocery shop? <laughs> Go we, ahead and write in. We uh, could use all the advice. Campuscounselorspodcast at gmail.com. Yep. Give well, us some advice. Okay. To yep. be fair, now I'm thinking about this. We have gotten better. We we got an instant pot. We did. Which is like a, it's an electric pressure cooker. We make some nice soups in there. You can make. Some um, real nice soups. Cook some cook up some good meats absolutely good protein based meals and things like that right um, we, i think the problem was our meat game wasn't on point but now that we know like hey if i have a boneless skinless chicken breast just the possibilities the are endless yeah. yeah now i know that i used to be like oh i don't know what to do with it it's kind of bare bones like i don't know where to go season it is what season i've been told a hundred percent um and then i also found out that healthier foods this is a new thing that I've discovered. Healthier foods taste way better just like smothered in Crystal's hot sauce. It's also more expensive. Fat yeah, tax. healthier yeah, healthier yeah. foods. Oh that's that's another that's a hashtag world problem. Yeah. Because healthy foods are expensive. Um I we hate, can't solve that world problem today, folks. I hate grocery shopping. We we hate it so much, guys. And let us know too, are you a go down every aisle person like Marty is? Or are you a person like me who's like, I got a list. I'm gonna get everything in my cart as soon as possible. You gotta, gonna, you gotta go down every aisle. You don't know what treasures lie behind it. But then you go down the aisle bad seven. aisles, like the aisle that's just pop. Okay. I don't go down that aisle. Yes, you do. Because that's also where the bottle oh, of water is. Oh, that's... No, that's where I bought... Like, they really has root beer. I like root beer. Yeah, and... I could have, and see, I would have known that had I not gone on the aisle that they have special craft root beers. They do have craft root beers. And I'm into that. Yeah, he is. <laughs> if you have a, a craft root beer question... I, st- I won't be able to answer that. Um, <laughs> but I guess the, the, the moral of this story, of this post-grad problem, uh, is by... An instant pot? Buy an instant pot. Actually, That's going to be... Actually, Get yes. your prep game on point. Get your prep That'll game on point. That'll help your grocery shopping way, way a ton. That's not a sentence. Well said. No. <laughs> <laughs> she looked me dead in the eyes like, well said. I'm like, no, it wasn't. No, no. I'm sorry. It's very sweet, though. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, sure, babe. Um, so I do think that's a solid piece of advice. When you have a some kind of kitchen appliance that makes prepping your meals easier, like an instant pot. Or like some Ziploc... Uh, containers yeah absolutely or tupperware is the tupperware. word i, I think for. yeah but that's okay ziploc probably has a yeah. tupperware meal line. prep's a thing though because that helps then guide your list and then hopefully you can just get in get out get so on the solution life. to grocery shopping is meal prep and an instant pot there we go we does solved it, it feel like a solution uh, no kind of i maybe you need more than that it, recipes too yeah. like that let that guide you because we have a, only a few like we're starting to expand gosh yeah and, the genres and pinterest is a glorious glorious tool for that that's I've, still around at pinterest is oh my gosh pinterest is still around okay. um look on pinterest for recipes and let it guide your grocery shopping um i guess that's our advice but certainly if we're unqualified to say anything on this podcast it is how to grocery shop that is true really so we we're just looking for people to we, tell us that we it's dug, okay we dug deep for a problem that we ourselves could have never solved yes yes it, it went it went deep right away um all right i think we got to move on from uh grocery shopping and go to the next segment hashtag are they 
Bay. Hashtag are they Bay. This is where uh, we source questions either from our our listeners or from Yahoo Answers if nobody writes in. Mm-hmm. So I think we are. I think it's another Yahoo Answers week this it's week. It's another Yahoo Answers week. We would love it if you um, asked us relationship questions that you may want answered. But until that point, folks, we're going to Yahoo Answers. We are, and there are some treasures within Yahoo Answers. Let's just say. Oh, it was a it was a hard week on on answers.yahoo.com. Right. Last week was Valentine's Day, so people were having some feels. And they had more this week. Like I had to I, I turned down a lot of really bad questions here that oh, just man. had really rough descriptions or answers. Are you going to go first? Um yeah. Uh, should I go first? Here, I I accidentally Okay, uh, okay. I, I'll go first. How about that? You go first. I will go first. Um, oh, I'm rereading some of these while I'm trying to find the question I did pick up. These are bad. Oh, man. A lot of lost people in the world. I do think that Yahoo Answers is especially um, a, a breeding ground for people who really are are struggling um, because you're asking the anonymous internet. And when you get to that point, folks, that's a low point. Ugh. That's a low, low point. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. I, I got to find my question again. That's all right. Oh, I found it. Okay, perfect. Do you um, I'll just go in it. Just, just go, go, to, in. Just just go, go in. into it, babe. I'm glad we spent two minutes trying to figure this out. <laughs> That's okay. So this week's question <laughs> is, there's no description, it's just the headline. Uh, can I serve spaghetti at my wedding reception? <laughs> so first off, congratulations, Mazel Tov, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you're getting married. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Can you serve spaghetti at your wedding reception? Carly, we've That's had, the we, whole question? That's the whole question. Of course you can. We've had a wedding of reception. Of course you can. I, I think I've only been to one that had spaghetti at it, though. Oh, Mart. I have so many feelings on You this. are very adamant I'm, about that answer? I am very adamant about that answer because I'm guessing that you love spaghetti. And if you've got something that you want to bring to the people if at you, your wedding. If you and your bae are, in fact, already bae, yep. and you want to share your love to, of each other and of your pasta yeah. in a nice marinara yes or bolognese sauce do Do it it. oh do it uh the people who answered did not agree wait wait no way that is the simplest yahoo question you would think you would think ever and i skipped over definitely do it oh top answer it's not one of the first choices to serve at a wedding reception as it is quite messy for everyone involved oh my god so selfless that person is Ugh. listen it's your wedding reception yo yeah, it doesn't matter if you love spaghetti you clearly don't mind sauce on things so if you got all your guests sauced that's fine yeah. uh, a lot of people commenting that you should double check for gluten allergies i think that's totally fair mm-hmm. um somebody said yeah why not i've been to weddings where we've served good on you jennifer from yahoo answers okay jennifer gets it jennifer gets it. it's your wedding your day you want to serve spaghetti do it you could serve anything Oh, jeez. Which is an answer, which is also technically true. Oh, man. The shade in that answer. Whew. Yeah. Um, that person's clearly feeling insecure about their choice of spaghetti, and you should not feel insecure. Also, it's a vegetarian dish. That's so nice. Assuming there's no meat in the sauce. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. If I went to, I'm going to say this right now. If I went to a wedding and they said, it's spaghetti time. I would be thrilled. I hope that's what the the DJ says as you're coming out. Here's <laughs> the bride. And, time. Here's the bride and groom, and now it's spaghetti time. Don't 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 don't. Yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I can only eat 
my pasta when there's a, a, a deep bass drop Just happening in the background. such a bass drop when they roll out that big old bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, the, I think that's the lighter side of Yahoo Answers. Again, I, I've gone through a lot of yeah. these to try and find something. Uh, also, so also, this shouldn't be in this category oh, also. Oh, man. Well, I think, I think that if you are with somebody, if your bae is like, hey, let's serve just a real modest homey food at our wedding. That's a good bay, I think. Yeah, that's yeah. A, you you two are bay. Congratulations. You two are congratulations. If your concerns on Yahoo answers is should I serve spaghetti? Yep. That's good. Then your relationship's going well. Yeah. If that's your ultimate question. Um one I just I just skipped over. We'll just do this very very briefly. Please. Um my friends with benefits is calling me pretty. Why? You're probably <laughs> not bay. If you're like, oh, no. if you're concerned that you're that it the got person, sad again, Mark. see, and this is so okay. Never mind. You know what? Good luck to those two. You're probably not Bay, uh, but Ooh. that's what I'm saying. Yahoo Answers. It's it's kind of a oh man, and the fact that she's even asking that tells you that she's hopeful. It can be a dark place. Oh jeez. Well, I'm gonna just. This is also a little bit whimsical. The question that I have for you, Martin. Okay. A little, little bit of whimsy. Okay. First relationship advice is the headline. So I'm a teenager, and the guy I've been crushing on, parentheses, haha, that sounds so lame, end parentheses. <laughs> you're, you're such a teenager because you're, like, trying to downplay the fact that you have a crush on somebody. Yeah, you're trying to be reflective, and you're not yeah, old enough like, yet. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so I'm a teenager, and the guy I've been crushing on likes me back as well, and is planning to ask me out. I've never been in a relationship before, and here is my question. This question is in all caps. What does a girlfriend do? Like, what do we do with boyfriends? <laughs> that is a fantastic question. I'm it's glad. Actually, great. I'm glad you asked answers.yahoo.com for advice because um, mm-hmm. I'm sure they had a lot of great things for you. <laughs> what does a girlfriend do? Well. My first reaction to that, I f- a girlfriend is a friend who's a girl mm-hmm. who you've decided to be in a relationship with. I mean, I don't, Carly, I don't think you did anything differently when you became my girlfriend. She's giving me a face as if she did a lot of things very differently. Oh, okay. Let's elaborate. elaborate. Cause, okay, because I think that you're like, and, and maybe this is just my take on, on relationships in general, but... It's always good to have a foundation of friendship. Absolutely. Um, as not even like you need to be friends. I'm not saying you need to be friends first before you start dating. Yeah. What I'm saying is that you need to treat it as if it is a friendship that that's growing, and then yeah. there's some romantic feelings involved, and, sure. and maybe some sexual feelings as well. Like you'd like to think that you're attracted to, to right. your significant other. So that is what makes it different than friendship. Yes, totally. those are the things. Yes. I, I just, I'm just I, if, I would say if I, I were to pull up, a, if I were to put up a big pie chart on this wall over yeah. here, yeah, thirty three percent friendship, thirty three percent romantic feelings, thirty three percent sexual feelings. That doesn't have to be the pie chart for everybody, right? That's I'm not even saying that's my pie chart. I'm gonna <laughs> dig myself a hole here. I, it's a hard question. It's a hard question because it's a sweet little baby angel who wants to know what do girlfriends do? Like, what do they do with boyfriends? And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to weigh in if I may. Yeah. You, you go ahead and weigh in. Cause I really, I really don't think you have to do too much different than just being a friend. Yeah. I will to say, start at least, I will say what changed when we got into a relationship was the making out increased exponentially. I would say there were, if there was a curve, <laughs> if, if like, there was a pie let, chart, let me pull out my yeah. TI 83 and yes. that's, that chart is going up. That is, that was different. That was different. Yes. Um, than when we were friends. But what I would tell this girl is you do whatever you're comfortable with doing. Yes. When you are someone's significant other. Whatever you feel comfortable with, girl, because I don't know what teenager means. Are we talking 13? Are we talking 18? I don't know. But if you are nervous about having a first boyfriend, take it slow. 
Yeah. Go on some dates, talk. Right. Watch a film, snuggle right. up. If you want to snuggle up, right. if you don't want to snuggle up, don't. You don't have to. Exactly. Exactly. And you should be with someone you're comfortable with, which is why, you know, Marty uh, emphasized the friendship portion of that. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. That's huge. And it's a great way to know that you're comfortable around a person is if you kind of know what they're about first. Yeah. Yeah. Go to do some do some emotional deep diving. Get in that emotional scuba suit and just <laughs> go just fill up the air tank and just dive in. Learn something about the other person. You know what marriage feels like? An emotional scuba suit. Yeah. A deep dive into the feelings. It's like we're going into the emotion Titanic. Right. I would say We're looking that, for gold. I would say. Were they leaving the dressers? <laughs> that if you are on that first relationship adventure, I think you're in the tide pool of emotional depth. Yeah. There's it's, like, it's like three feet. First relationship, three feet. You still are standing. You can wait around. Yeah, you're you standing. Wait, you're standing up. And that's okay. And you can exist in that space for however long you're comfortable. Yeah. If you want, go ahead and like do do the thing where you cross your legs and so you're kind of floating right above the water, but Absolutely. you're still on the three foot. You can still jump up whenever you need to. Exactly. Don't yeah. get in this, don't go in the deep end right away. Don't go in the deep end right away. The emotional deep end and, and any, you know, just uh play it by ear, girl. You're you'll be all right. You'll yeah. be all right. I do think you two are gonna be bay. I think you're bae. That's sweet, because she's asking the right questions. She's asking right? the right way. You're thinking about it the right way. It's like well, how do well how, what do I do to be a good girlfriend. What do I do to be supportive to this to this boy that I'm interested in? My, mm-hmm. I'm crushing on. Ha ha. Yeah. And I think my favorite part of that question was that she asked. Um, he is going to ask me out. Like, yeah, can you imagine she's got the some, friendship tree? Got a fucking chain? like spy system going on. Absolutely. Um, one of the worst moments of my sixth grade life. Oh no. Was when <laughs> it's here we go <laughs> speaking of emotional deep dives get ready listeners um no in sixth grade i had a crush on a boy and i was not subtle about it um and i heard a rumor in the hallway that he liked me back and i was like about to pass out i was so excited and that was immediately followed up by oh just kidding i heard wrong um it was a lot that's a, that's a roller coaster right it there. was a roller coaster so the fact that this girl has solid has it on solid um hearsay that he is gonna ask her out like it's probably gonna happen girl and it'll be you'll be all right you'll be okay at the, at okay. the end of all things you'll be okay that's true that's true just, just do you mm-hmm. just do you be you and mm-hmm. and uh hopefully you find a, a a friend in your partner yeah that's important yeah go get that boyfriend Okay. Go get that what one. did did Yahoo Answers have any good advice to to bring to the table? It did not, and to to the point where I will not read what the suggestions were. Um, just uh, there was one person, one person who said, "I'm sensing that you might be young." And you should only do what you're comfortable with. Um, I did see the um, original poster comment back to someone mm-hmm. and to say that she's seen people French kiss in movies and finds it disgusting. Okay. Which is fine. If you find it disgusting and you don't want to go to that point, that's fine. That's why you got to be with a friend first in the tide pool. And you can communicate that with that friend. Exactly. Um, Communication is key. Communication is key, but I was sensing we were on on the younger end of things yeah. with that response. So. so, stay in the three foot, three foot to four foot range of the Absolutely. pool. Absolutely, no lifeguard necessary. You're all right. Yeah, you'll yeah, be, you'll be fine. <laughs> okay, so now um, we're going to talk about the first bit of feedback we got about our podcast. Yes, we received some mail. Mm-hmm. Fan mail. A little bit of fan mail. Um, we're really excited about it. Um, it was from. The infamous second Derek that yes, we mentioned. Yes, if, if, if you listen to last week's episode, there were two Dereks involved in a story. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and the second Derek has come forward. Yes, um, and we are we are grateful for it. Um, we're very excited. Uh, again, that's Campus Counselors Podcast at gmail.com. And I'm going to read it out loud for you now. Go ahead. All right. It says, Hi, Carly and Marty. Carly was my RA freshman year, and I loved listening to the podcast. So much fun. As I was listening, I realized that Doug was the second Derek in your <gasps> podcast. Hey, we got we began with a D. We were it, close. That is actually because I remembered his name so vividly. It's It was good. Yeah, I'm glad that we veered toward the Derek side of things. Um, he's actually my bae. We've been dating for almost three years now and live together with our pug puppy, Samwise Gamgee. Adorable. Um, this email, by the way, is from um, second Derek's current girlfriend. Um, anyway, I sent him the link to your podcast and we had a good laugh about how clueless we were back then. Not that we're a whole lot better now, but now he at least knows that throwing up for six hours is a cause for concern. And that is from Heather. Well, thank you for writing in, Heather. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much, and, Heather. And I think this goes back to the actually the, the first question that we got about whether or not you send your kid to college. Look at this person. Look at Doug. Yes! Doug, look at Doug and Heather. Doug and Heather are doing okay. They're doing great. If you have a puppy named after a Lord of the Rings character... You're doing you're fine. You're doing great. Um, and and I, I honestly feel probably extremely responsible for that, the naming of that dog. Yeah? Because you and I, when we were RAs, we ran that, that event called Lord of the Wings. Oh! Where we ordered a bunch of chicken wings. That's true. And we we played the Lord of the Rings movies, the extended editions. Yeah. So you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, Marty was such my boyfriend that he would go and get the wings um, for that event. I was as, really as, as I was, like, yeah. I was trying to like really impress you. <laughs> when your man gets wings for your residence, for your on-campus event, he's probably trying to get he's, married. He's probably bae. Straight up. Um, but what's so awesome about that is Heather and Doug, um, they were not dating when they were um, on my floor, but now they're together. They met... In a dorm that I'm not going to name you right now. You almost named it. I did. <laughs> you almost gave away a lot of personal information. I did. Um, but they they got together because they met um, on that on that floor. So I I'm thrilled for you guys. And um, Doug, you're a good man. And and I hope I made that clear in the podcast that you, we we never had an issue and that you were just such a considerate person that you didn't want to cause alarm. You waited until a reasonable hour. Um, but I am glad you know now that throwing up for six hours is not good. so if it ever happens again yep yep you can still call me i will still tell you to call an ambulance but i think heather's got that now heather's heather's on it yeah. um but we really appreciate you guys listening to the podcast also very surreal to find that that got around to you so quickly that was like 24 hours after we released the podcast so um, we will continue to use fake names we will continue to use fake names we will protect your identity unless it, you want to reveal if you do want to come forward yeah more than happy like i yeah. I, I, I want to make sure this is clear to everybody i know we're, we're nearing the end of the, of the episode here mm-hmm. um so if you stuck around thank you mm-hmm. um but I loved all my residents. Like every, yes. all these experiences were all very positive. They were very goofy. Yes. And it was definitely like it, it was a very odd job to have. Right. Um. But it was it was good for me personally. I feel like I learned a lot. Absolutely. And and any story we say we say with much affection. Because, Absolutely. Because we realize that it is not a normal situation to be living with three complete strangers, and we know it causes problems. Um. And we know that if it's your first time throwing up for six hours, you, you might, might not, not know, know what to do. <laughs> and yeah. That's, that's okay. A, that's totally and fine. That's that's, that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, but we're we're just we're thrilled to hear from you, um, Heather and Doug. So thank you for sending that to us. All right, wrapping up here. It is time for Doggo of the Week, and there was some good competition. We have some honorary mentions. We do. We actually have two honorary mentions today. We have uh, my sister's dog Shadow. 
Uh, Shadow is a lovely, lovely soul. Um, he is a human person trapped in a dog's body. He's very old. Very and old. very sweet and very protective. And very protective and very concerned. And we had um, another anxious dog in the running named Walnut, um, where a picture was provided. Unfortunately, we can't show that to you now. But Walnut, its eye, his eyes are bigger than his whole body. Um, a precious little pea. You guys did great after much consideration but for the second week in a row it is gatsby it is gatsby. doggo of the week congratulations it, but he's sitting here sleeping he on the floor just, over here just made it by a paw yeah yep close he, race he was uh he's been watching a lot of the olympics mm-hmm. uh these past few weeks he is really enjoying it got that fighting spirit he, he's seeing all the achievements on the tv and he's saying yeah. hey you know you're doing great and now that i got some competition I better start training to be the doggo of the week. Yeah, he knows. So the reason he's doggo of the week this week is because we got an automatic vacuum yep. uh, that goes around the house and picks some stuff up, and he hasn't barked at it. He hasn't. He's just observed it quietly. Yes. And and you know, I was I was thinking I'm like, well, you know, there's shadow, there's there's walnut, but oh, yes, we didn't make a lot of noise when that vacuum was going around. <laughs> so. It, so we won. Congratulations to everyone. It's an honor just to be nominated. Truly, truly it is. Um, another place that you can send your potential uh, potential uh, people in the running for, I say people intentionally, people in the running for Doggo of the Week, um, please please send us photos, send us uh, submissions. Yeah, we're, we're here for it. Mm-hmm, 100%. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Campus Counselors. Thank you so much for listening. Again, if you do want to get in touch with us, it's campuscounselorspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can shoot us questions. You can tell stories. Yep. Um, lots more. A uh, lot of more. Blah, lots more problems to solve, including my ability to talk. No, you're good. So the the grocery shopping anecdote, though, that was we were serious. <laughs> Please help us. Please send us <laughs> suggestions. Yes. Uh, and as always, don't forget the world is your campus, and we are your uncertified, unqualified counselors. Also, we're not paid at all. 